Welcome back, my friends. We're here another glorious day on the Political Dad Podcast, part of the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Today, we're diving into round two of the Republican National Debate broadcast on Fox News. Boy, oh boy, was that a show or what? Everyone talking over each other. The man that is not afraid to spank his kids. The man that hands out trophies to only winners. The man brave enough to shop at Walmart after midnight. He was born in a radio station back when man walked on the moon. An apprentice under the Doctor of Democracy for 20 years. Political Dad is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. And now, the man that's not afraid to throw all his garbage in one trash can. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to another sizzling episode on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. This is Political Dad, your go-to guy for cutting through the nonsense and getting to the heart of the matter. Let's not waste any time. Last night's Republican national debate in sunny California. Oh boy, did we see some action. But one guy stood out from the pack, Senator Tim Scott. I gotta tell you, this guy had a way of talking that was just easy to connect with. He was engaging, and let's be real, the guy's just flat-out likable. A breath of fresh air in a room usually filled with hot air. He didn't just spit out rehearsed lines. He spoke from the gut. It was like, for once, we got to hear a politician who actually cares about the issues and has ideas about how to fix them. So listen up. If you didn't catch the debate, we are going to help you out. Here is how Scott started. Play the soundbite, Jimmy. We must make sure that we honor the commitments that we make. And one of the ways that we do that, do not overpromise and then underdeliver and leave the taxpayers on the hook. Whoa, did you hear that? Folks, a politician actually saying something that makes sense? That's rarer than a snowstorm in Miami. Most of these guys overpromise and underdeliver like it's their day job. Next on the agenda, Tim Scott dives into the disaster that is our southern border and doesn't hold back on the fentanyl crisis ripping through our nation. Cue that soundbite, Jimmy. I'll say this. Joe Biden should not be on the picket line. He should be on the southern border working to close our southern border because it is unsafe, wide open, and insecure, leading to the deaths of 70,000 Americans in the last 12 months because of fentanyl. It is devastating. Every county in America is now a border county because fentanyl has devastated Americans in every single state. Yeah, you heard it. This guy's not sugarcoating it. Hang on to your hats, folks. Now they veer into auto strikes and electric cars. Look, let's cut through the baloney. 
Everybody and their brother knows this electric car business is just Joe Biden and his D.C. elite pals trying to shove climate change down our throats. They want to force car companies to make these electric gadgets on wheels. Hilariously, it's like the auto workers are the last to get the memo. Are they living under a rock or what? All right, time to pump the brakes, everyone. When we come back, we're going to tackle something that really caught my ear during the debate. Now, listen, this candidate could really win me over if they just quit yapping about Trump every two seconds. Any guesses on who's got my attention? Don't go anywhere. We're just getting to the good stuff. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got something special for you this week. Drum roll, please, for our newest sponsor... Debt Be Gone, Inc. Oh yeah, they're here and they're as real as politicians' promises. Strap in and let's give them a listen. Are you drowning in debt? Struggling to even afford that daily cup of overpriced coffee that you swear makes you a better parent? You mean the cup of sanity in a world gone mad? Oh, you bet. (laughs) Introducing Debt Be Gone, Inc., The only debt relief service that doesn't actually relieve your debt. Yeah, you heard me right. Wait, what? So what's the point? For only 19 easy payments of $99.99, we'll send you a fancy debt-free certificate that you can hang on your wall. Oh, great. Another piece of paper I can't afford to frame. But wait, there's more. Call now and get absolutely nothing extra. Wow, a deal like this makes Congress look productive. Call 1-800-NOT-REAL. That's 1-800-NOT-REAL. Operators are standing by to not help you. Folks, this is a gag, of course, but the national debt? That's no laughing matter. Talk to your financial advisor about real debt relief options. And keep listening to me, political dad, where the common sense is always free. The Professor of Logic is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Glad you're still with us, folks. If you've got something to say, don't be shy. Shoot me an email at pd at csbn.live. Trust me, I'm all ears. Now, let's dive back in. If you follow me on social media, you know I never shut up about our ballooning national debt. It's a ticking time bomb, folks. So this next remark in the debate, oh boy, it rang all the right bells for me. Made me sit up and pay more attention to this candidate. I'll tell you that much. Play the bite, Jimmy. Voters should believe everybody who's in Washington, D.C. They get sent down there to do the job, and they've been failing at doing the job for a very long time. And let's be honest about this with the voters. You know, during the Trump administration, they added $7 trillion, $7 trillion in national debt. And now the Biden administration has put another $5 trillion on and counting. They have failed and they're in the spot they're in now because none of them are willing to tell the truth. None of them are willing to take on the difficult issues. They just want to keep kicking the can down the road. And the inflation that Nikki spoke about is absolutely right and it's caused by government spending. And that's why people all across this country are suffering tonight. And yet we don't get any answers because Joe Biden hides in his basement and won't answer as to why he's raising the debt the way he's done. Hey, America, Chris Christie came out swinging. He and Haley get it. They know that tackling the national debt is job one. 
But then what does Christie do? He goes full attack dog on Trump for not showing up to the debate. Come on, Chris, we've heard that song before. How about saving some of that fire for Biden? Now, don't get me wrong, he's spot on about Trump adding to the debt and Biden piling on even more at five trillion and counting. Makes you wonder how much of that cash is lining the pockets of the DC elite. All right, folks, buckle up. Tim Scott's stepping up to the plate again, and man, he's not just hitting singles. He's hitting home runs. This is the stuff America needs to hear. You can tell he's found his voice since the last debate. It's like he switched from AM to FM and we're all tuned in. Play the bite, Jimmy. We survived discrimination being woven into the laws of our country. What was hard to survive was Johnson's great society where they decided to put money where they decided to take the black father out of the household to get a check in the mail, and you can now measure that in unemployment, in crime, in devastation. If you want to restore hope, you've got to restore the family, restore capitalism, and put Americans back at work together as one American family. Our nation continues to go in the right direction. It's why I can say I have been discriminated against, but America is not a racist country. Never, ever doubt who we are. We are the greatest country on God's green earth. And frankly, the city on the hill needs a brand new leader. Heavy hitting words from Tim Scott this time, folks. The real question is, will this be the home run that finally gets him the attention he deserves? So we had ourselves a real WWE smackdown and the candidates were in the ring swinging. First off, Chris Christie's throwing jabs at Biden, saying he's cozying up to the teachers' unions because his wife is a teacher. But oh wait, Pence steps in and says, hey, I'm sleeping with a teacher too, my wife. Get the popcorn, folks. This is getting juicy. Then we got DeSantis, the Florida man himself. He's shrugging off the polls that show Trump in the lead, saying it's the voters, not the polls, that make a president. He's got his eye on the ball, ready to go state by state. Speaking of dollars and cents, the candidates got into a real tiff about Ukraine. Pence and Haley are all in for supporting Ukraine, but DeSantis and Ramaswamy are pumping the brakes, each with their own reservations. Ah, but don't think we forgot about fracking, Nikki Haley calls out DeSantis, claiming he's against it, and he laughs it off like it's a Saturday morning cartoon. Trump, by the way, decided to be a no-show, says he's got better things to do. Must be nice to be leading by 56 points, huh? Finally, the gloves came off between Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy over TikTok, and Tim Scott and Ramaswamy practically had a duel about who's bought and paid for. Woo, what a night, folks. You could cut the tension with a knife. And that's the rundown. Over and out. All right, folks, listen up. We've got the scorecard for that GOP debate showdown, courtesy of a drudge poll. Ready? Here we go. Hey, AI Jimmy, can you read the results for us? Nikki Haley's sitting pretty at the top, snagging 37% of the vote. That's 13,343 people saying she won the night. Ron DeSantis is trailing behind her, capturing 19% or 6,925 votes. Not too shabby. Vivek Ramaswamy and Chris Christie are neck and neck, both at 17%. But Ramaswamy's got a nose ahead with 6,075 votes to Christie's 6,043. Oh, it's close. 
Doug Burgum's not making much of a splash. He's down at 6% with 2,152 votes. Tim Scott's got an uphill battle, folks, with only 3% or 1,212 votes. And Mike Pence, he's at the bottom of the barrel, rounding it out with just 2% or 650 votes. Total votes cast? 36,400. And there you have it. The people have spoken, or at least clicked. Stay tuned. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Are you tired of sweating your way through summer and freezing your toes off in winter? Are you sick of hearing Al Gore, the godfather of global warming, tell you the end is nigh? Well, hang on to your seats, my friends. Introducing the all-new Climate Change Cozy Kit, designed for your convenience and the utter confusion of climate change experts everywhere. Oh yes, folks. This kit has everything you need. Sunscreen for the heat waves, snow boots for the cold snaps, and even an umbrella for when the sky can't make up its mind. Ha ha, and don't forget the Al Gore action figure that comes with it. Press a button and hear him say, I invented the internet and I can fix climate change. Oh, but wait. There's more. Order now, and we'll throw in a portable mini fan powered entirely by your own hot air. The more you complain about the weather, the cooler you'll feel. Get your kit today for just three easy payments of $19.95. Al Gore may not approve, but we guarantee you'll have a blast. So grab your kit, folks, and let's face the uncertain weather with a laugh. After all, if we can't control the climate, we can at least control our sense of humor. A small portion of every kit sold goes to the Al Gore Vice Presidential Library. The Professor of Logic is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Welcome back, you freedom-loving Americans. We've got some hot-off-the-press news to discuss today. Former President Donald Trump has had quite the roller coaster of a week, and we're going to break it down. So, the news comes at us fast and furious. Just last Sunday, polls were showing Trump riding high, leaving Biden in the dust. And just when you think the winds are favorable, along comes a storm... This judge comes out swinging, basically saying Trump's entire career is based on fraud. Now, hang on a minute. Hold your horses. We're not talking about a little slap on the wrist here. We're talking about a judge ordering the complete dissolution of the Trump organization. Dissolved. Caput. Finished. Let's just call it what it is. A seismic shift in the political landscape. This judge, Arthur F. Engeron, he doesn't hold back. He pretty much lambasted Trump. His family and even the Trump lawyers said they lived in a fantasy world. Now, folks, let's keep it real. We've got a trial coming up that could determine if Trump has to cough up over $250 million in penalties. And yet, just days ago, he was a leading candidate for 2024. So you got to ask... What's going on here? Trump's not keeping quiet. Oh, no. On his social media platform, Truth Social, he's fighting back, calling it a widespread radical attack and saying the Democrats are desperate to keep him out of the 2024 race. You see, it's like a high stakes poker game. Just when you think you've got a winning hand, someone calls you out and now you've got to show your cards. This case has got everything. Claims of bank and insurance fraud, huge penalties, and the potential to knock Trump out of the political arena or make him a martyr in the eyes of his base. Folks, 
You don't have to be a Wall Street guru or a real estate tycoon to know that property values can be, well, kind of subjective, but also based on hard, cold facts like location, size, and amenities. Now, Mar-a-Lago is basically a crown jewel in Palm Beach, Florida. I mean, come on, we're talking about prime real estate here. When Rush Limbaugh's place is considered a teardown at $150 million, how can anyone seriously say Mar-a-Lago isn't worth a boatload of cash? Here's where the D.C. elite come into play. They're out there saying Trump inflated the worth of his properties to secure loans, and now they're going after him. Ladies and gentlemen, let's not pretend this isn't about politics. They've been trying to cancel the guy since he came down that escalator in 2015. You've got a judge ruling against Trump talking about fraud. But at the end of the day, folks, isn't this just another attempt to put the brakes on someone who's challenging the establishment? Don't get me wrong. If someone did wrong, they should face the music. But this whole fiasco, it's got the stink of political maneuvering all over it. Trump's properties like Mar-a-Lago are among the best. The guy refers to them as the Mona Lisa's of properties. And you know what? He may not be too far off the mark. So the DC elite may be painting this picture to make Trump disappear from the political scene. But anyone with half a brain can see what's going on. Just look at the timing. The guy is leading in GOP polls for the next presidential race. And bam, all of a sudden his financial dealings are under the microscope. Coincidence? I'll let you be the judge of that. And don't even get me started on the so-called corporate death penalty. If these properties go into receivership, it means they're basically taken out of Trump's hands and he can't do a darn thing with them. Now tell me this isn't a tactic to clip the guy's wings and make sure he doesn't have the resources to fight back or get back into politics. Bottom line, folks, you don't need a degree in rocket science to see what's going on here. It's the same old, same old game just wrapped in different packaging. But hey, as they say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. All right, folks, the clock's ticking and we've got to wrap this up. So we can get this podcast out to you good people. Uh, what do you say we close this show the political dad way with some good old dad jokes? Then we can all hit the hay. Sound good? Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa, play the political dad podcast to hear the latest from the professor of logic. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. You're listening to Political Dad on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. What a jam-packed show we've had. If you've been with us this long, you're a trooper, just like our good old Uncle Sam would want you to be. We've torn apart the GOP debate, sifted through the smokescreen, the D.C. elite keep blowing, and tried to make sense out of this crazy world we're living in. Okay, listen up. Before we send you off into that great American night, it's time to let our hair down, or what's left of it. Am I right? Time for some dad jokes because, well, I'm political dad and that's how we roll here. So here goes. Why did the scarecrow get promoted? Because he was outstanding in his field. Why did the math book look sad? Because it had too many problems. All right, all right. I can hear you groaning through the radio waves. I promise 
the jokes are over, just like this episode. Folks, it's been real. Remember, we're not just Americans. We're part of a great experiment, an experiment in freedom and democracy. So don't forget to question, to challenge, and most importantly, to think. As long as we've got that, the DC elite don't stand a chance. If you've got something to say, and I know you do, shoot me an email at pd at csbn.live. Or even better, rate us on your favorite podcast app and tell your friends, because the only thing better than common sense is more common sense. That's all the time we've got for today, folks. We've got to wrap this up and get this episode out to your eager ears. I'm Political Dad, signing off from the Common Sense Broadcast Network. God bless you, and God bless America. And hey, don't forget to tuck the kids in. Good night, everyone.